Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. I am never sharing any story with you fools ever again. Greetings and salutations, brothers and sisters. Welcome to the Love Friday edition of Freddie and Harry. Thank you very much. Got my man, Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman, presented by Progressive Insurance on the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80, and always tell that smart speaker of yours to play ESPN Radio. Harry is in Salt Lake City for this weekend, part of college game day. Oregon's taking on Utah. And believe me, we've already had a full show before the show. Involving Harry, Devin Kane, Mark Morales, James Steele, our producers behind the scenes. I don't know where we go from here, but it has to go anywhere but up before the pre-show conversations. Well, Freddie, it all started <laughs> me catching the airplane out here to uh-huh. Salt Lake City, Utah. Now, right. ladies and gentlemen, I was one of three black people on the airplane. How do I know? I asked the flight attendant. And I asked her, was <laughs> I the only now, black now, person now, on the plane? Now, was she a person of color? That's what I want to know. Yes, she, yes, she okay. was. So right. I was getting off. I was like, am I the only black person on this plane? She was like, no, you're the third. You're, it's three of y'all total. I was she like, was Ooh. counting? <laughs> and it was a full, <laughs> it was a full flight. <laughs> it was a full flight. Oh, God. <laughs> so I was like, oh, okay. But at least I wasn't the only one. You have no shame at all, do you? No, no so no lie. So, so I was flying over here with Reese Davis, right? And uh-huh. I looked at Reese. I said, I'm about to text you something. And oh, I text God. Reese. What did you text And I said, Reese, I, I said, Reese, I think I'm the only black person on the plane. He was like, no, you can't be. <laughs> so when I was getting off, I asked the flight attendant. And obviously she felt the same way because she was like, no, oh, it's man. three of y'all, including you. Lord. And it was a full, it was a big plane out here too. Big yes. plane. Yeah, well, Salt Lake City is a wonderful place to go and visit. Great skiing, it is. great Very area. Beautiful. University of Utah is a beautiful campus. You can see the Wasatch Mountains no matter where you go. But apparently Harry had to take a census <laughs> on the plane out to Salt Lake City. And, and, and this morning I, I literally took an hour to go drive and look uh-huh. at the mountains. And yeah, the scenery man. here is unbelievable. No I'm literally, I'm in a studio right now and I'm looking out the window and I can see the mountains and everything. So right. if, if I'm extra excited today yeah. it's two things it's because i'm looking out at the mountains and number two i've drinking a five hour energy oh extra strength so God. i'm on i'm on damn 25 i'm not on 10 i'm on 25 right now ladies and gentlemen. right now you're making coffee nervous as late yeah. as you are right now you're making coffee nervous yeah show you right <laughs> By the, by the way, <laughs> be, be as lit as you want to be by being part of Freddie Harry Nation. It does matter if you're taking a plane to Salt Lake City or not. You can join the Dr. Pepper call in line at 888-ESPN. That is 888-729-3776. ESPN Nation is presented by Dr. Pepper. It's not college football season. Or Harry asking flight attendants exactly the sense as part of the plane without the delicious taste and ice cold Dr. Pepper. It is the one fans deserve. You know, also you deserve on a love Friday a chance to get right to it when it comes to the main thing, the main thing. 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 The main thing with Freddie and Harry. I don't know if the Buffalo Bills proved anything by making sure they were not going to be three losers in the last four games, meaning losing three games in the last four times. They beat they did beat Tampa Bay last night, twenty four to eighteen. They only had one turnover in the football game. They were able to really be good, but a lot of people are wondering this morning, Harry. Well, you were clearly better. You were ten point favorite versus Tampa Bay. 
You were clearly better than that team. You won by six, and it took an almost miraculous play to keep that from being a dastardly loss. Poor Chris Godwin. If he could have spun around a split second early and a Hail Mary at the end of the game, that ball might have landed in his chest. He might have been able to make that catch, and that would have been an awful, awful way to lose a football game. That notwithstanding, this Buffalo Bills team, I don't know if they answered so many questions. or I don't even know, Harry, they brought even more questions despite winning and avoiding a third loss in their last four games. Well, if anyone was to ask me today right now, do I think the Buffalo Bills are, are, are – is this team Super Bowl contenders? And I, in a confident way, can say no. I really can. And it's just some of the things that have transpired over the last four weeks for this football team, barely beating the Giants, losing to the Jaguars over in London, the injuries that they've had on defense – you know, some questions with Ken Dorsey, but Ken Dorsey did a better job last night. But right. when you have a 14 point lead, you come out of halftime and you go down and you score a touchdown and you're up 24 to 10, I expect you to finish your opponent. Mm-hmm. I expect you to bury them. I expect you to keep your foot on the gas pedal. What they, what they say, pedal to the metal? That's right. what I expect from the Buffalo Bills, but that's not what transpired. Now, let me get to the good first because okay. I do appreciate the way they came out in this ball game. Offensively and defensively. Offensively, I said on Get Up yesterday that this football team was too reliant on Josh Allen and Mm -hmm. Stephon Diggs. And I love the simple fact that they came out and got everyone involved within that offense. So ball distribution, in my opinion, was on full display. When you look across the board, Khalil Shakir, he had six catches for 92 yards. Gabe Davis, nine for 87. Stephon Diggs, nine for 75. Dalton Kincaid, for 65 yards and a touchdown. So the ball distribution was there. Mm -hmm. It's just what annoyed me was the first and goal at the eight-yard line. Yeah. And you don't get the ball in the end zone on four downs, Mm -hmm. and Josh Allen doesn't even get a quarterback draw, a quarterback sneak, or nothing to try to get the football in the end zone. Yeah, I'll say Things like that bother me. Yeah, I I know why it bothers you, because that's the modern NFL. Because nobody really runs away and hides from teams anymore. We don't have those closing teams like we used to see in the past because the league, the league and the talent is so spread out. It's really hard that if you get a lead on somebody to continue to pull away, especially if they, if they are a reasonably good team or an average team in the National Football League. You can do that to garbage teams. It's easy to run away from them because plenty of times guys may, are not all in. And once you get up a 14 nothing lead on them, guys are thinking about next year or where they're going to go after the game is over. In the NFL, if you're an average team or a good team, even great teams or potentially great teams, it's hard to run away from. That's number one. Number two, and you mentioned about the offensive distribution when it came to how they're able to spread the ball around and have Josh Allen be more of a point guard and not just trying to find his obvious target when it comes to Stephon Diggs. And I said yesterday, the playmaker for that game, if it was going to be a difference maker, was not the quarterback. It was going to be the play caller. And for the first time since really that three-game winning streak, Ken Dorsey was the offensive MVP as the offensive coordinator. It wasn't just look for Stephon Diggs or Josh Allen make a play, and if that doesn't work, oh, heck, we tried our best. No, he's like, hey, we got to move this football around. That front seven of Tampa Bay is really good. You can't just wait, 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 wait for Stephon Diggs. You got to be able to be that distributor at the quarterback position for the first time in a minute, really for the first time since the Miami game when they beat the brakes off of them 48-20. to we saw that Josh Allen because I didn't see that Josh Allen versus Jacksonville. I didn't see that Josh Allen versus the Giants, even though they won. And I didn't see that Josh Allen until last night. It was the first time I've seen it. And there's no reason, Ken Dorsey, an offensive coordinator, that that should go back into hiding and back in the basement when you know that works for your offense. Well, that's why I thought it was important that they had some tempo offensively, right? Uh, also, 
go five wide when you have no one in the backfield, even if it's a running back in there. Spread everyone out. Go empty formation. So now Josh Allen can really see the defense and what's going on because a lot of times when you're facing a defense and you go empty, defenses have, I'll say, one to two, maybe three empty checks Mm -hmm. that they get to. But it allows you to see the football field better and what the defense is doing as a quarterback. And you can just, you know, pick the football up and boom, this is where I'm going right here. And you'll get it done. I I really enjoyed that watching the Buffalo Bills last night, especially early on in that game. Now, when you get to the bad side side of things, I think it was a few, a handful of things that bothered me. I already talked, talked about the, you know, having the turnover on downs in a tight red zone. Uh, the interception, I know a lot of people are trying to pile on Josh Allen about the interception, but mm-hmm. let me explain James this for y'all. Okay? You have a quarterback that is running a naked bootleg where he's faking a hard run fake to the right, and he's going to roll around to the right side of the field, mm-hmm. and you have receivers layered short, intermediate, deep, right? right. Three options. Right. Well, Tampa Bay did a great job of Antoine Whitfield, the safety, blitzing off that side that Josh Allen's rolling to. Yeah. So he's just trying to get rid of the football Absolutely. so it's not a negative play. But right. we got to start giving credit to the defense, too, at times, right? We can't, they get we can't paid. have a, a they cake get, and our ice cream, too. Yeah, well, they get paid, too. And a lot of people see the, added, they see the attributes of Josh Allen and thinking he should be Superman on every play, make every play. That's not how that flies. Yeah. That doesn't work. The man tipped the ball and – a big guy, big guys need loving too. Big boy, ghosted, <laughs> intercepted the football. Right? It's it's a freak play. It happens sometimes. So it, it wasn't one of those interceptions that we seen from Josh Allen in game one, where he's just making stupid yeah. decisions, throwing the football down the field versus the Jets defense. So exactly. that's why I'm not really gonna pile on him for that interception. But also, when you have a fourteen point lead mm-hmm. and your defense has Tampa Bay in a fourth down situation and you get a stop. But you have your defensive player grab the face mask yep. and gives them another opportunity. Yeah. Otherwise, if that doesn't happen, that game is sold up and sealed, signed, sealed, sealed and delivered. Well, even based in my on, opinion, yeah, I hear you on that one. I'm not going to say that you're wrong, but I am with you in terms of that trust factor when it comes to the Buffalo Bills. Even Chris Canty, co-host of Unsportsmanlike, with him, Evan Cohen, and Michelle Smallman, Monday through Friday on ESPN Radio from 6, 8 to 10 a.m. Eastern Time. He said, yeah, I know the Bills won last night, but... The Bills, uh, it was a nice win on a short week, right? There are no style points when it comes to wins in the National Football League, so we'll give credit where credit is due. But I don't think anything changes materially in terms of what I think of this team. I don't. I look at this team and I still say that they're not trustworthy. And when it comes down to executing in critical moments in the games, they've shown themselves to be unreliable. I can't trust the Buffalo Bills. That's it. That's the headline. You can't trust the Buffalo Bills. Even in a win, you can't feel good about it because of the mistakes that they made. There are only three teams right now I trust in the National Football League that have full, complete trust. Kansas City, no doubt in my mind. Mm-hmm. Philadelphia, no doubt in my mind even though they lost their last two games, the San Francisco 49ers, no doubt in my mind. Anybody else, just like the Buffalo Bills, there's always a yeah but when it comes to them, the Dolphins, Jaguars, Steelers. The Ravens are close. I want to be able to trust in them, and I know they beat the fool out of the Detroit Lions. I don't want them to give away games like I saw them do with the Indianapolis Colts, losing that game, and the Pittsburgh Steelers. So they're close to my trust meter. They're close to that, that, that circle of trust that I have. But only three teams are a part of my circle of trust right now. I look at them and say, they won't lose ball games. That's the Chiefs, that's the Eagles, and that's the 49ers. 
No, I agree with you, Freddie. And when it comes to the Buffalo Bills, if this team isn't playing at home when it comes to the playoff playoff time, if they make the playoffs, right? Got to throw that in there. You just can't pencil them in uh, with how they look the last four weeks. Their home playoff record, they suffered their first home playoff loss with Josh Allen as a quarterback last year against Joe Burrow. Right. Prior to that, they were undefeated. On the road is when this team has had the most challenges, in my opinion. So if they aren't able to play at home and win the division – the AFC East, I'm really worried about them because right. like Chris Canty, like yourself, and like Three Musketeers, we don't trust this <laughs> football team right now wholeheartedly. Yeah. So why would I trust him on the road knowing how hard it is to, to win a road playoff game when tournament time comes around? Yeah, no doubt about it. Harry and I believe the only three teams right now you can trust in the NFL are the San Francisco 49ers, the Kansas City Chiefs, and the Philadelphia Eagles. Let us know there are another team out there that we should trust. Convince us at 888-729-3776. Triple H say ESPN. We believe there's only three. The three Musketeers, known as Harry Douglas, Freddie coming to Chris Canty, believe these are these three teams that you should absolutely trust. Kansas City, Philadelphia, and the San Francisco 49ers. Give us another team and convince us. Let us know right now. We'll take your calls at 888-729-3776. And I did want to give some secondary players, well, a few players, some credit last night for the Bills defense. Terrell Bernard was all over the football field, right? Um in absence of Matt Milano, someone has to step up in his absence and make plays. That young man had a nice game last night. You look at Ed Oliver, put his imprint on mm-hmm. the game last night in, right. in, in, in spots. But I also thought that the safety position, Jordan Poirier, also Taron Johnson, uh, another secondary guy, and Micah Hyde, I thought those guys at moments stepped up when they needed to step up. Right. And I think the Buffalo Bills, they have, they have to understand collectively as a defense – they're going to need more guys to step up because you're missing three key pieces at three different levels on that defense. When you look at Daquan Jones, when you look at Matt Milano and then Tredavious White in the secondary, now guys are going to have to step up that much more. You can't sit back and say, man, we have this guy. He got to make the play. No, you got to initiate it and you got to make the play now. No doubt about that. Harry Douglas, Freddie coming together in this Love Friday edition of Freddie and Harry and ESPN Radio. Presented by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. So bundle and save at Progressive.com. LeBron driving down the middle to the rim. And in! LeBron's taking over the game! 95-91 Lakers! We know we still got a lot of room for improvement. Today was a good step in the right direction, but we got to be better. Well, I guess LeBron James wasn't trusting that whole minutes restriction thing. He said, no, fourth quarter, I'm not waiting for anybody. He went out there, and he was able to do his thing in the fourth quarter. The Lakers don't fall to 0-2. He played the entire fourth quarter. They beat the Phoenix Suns by a count of 195. They trailed that game going into the fourth quarter by 12 points. No one should be surprised that LeBron James did that, Harry. But once again, to me, that's an indictment that I can't really trust anybody to find a way to make sure we could not go 0-2 no matter what Anthony Davis was able to do. And he was definitely a lot better in the second half than he was in the second half on Tuesday when he lost their opening night game to the Denver Nuggets. But the fact that he knew, minutes restriction, ah, I'm going to play the full fourth quarter, to me, that's more of an indictment of, I don't know if I can rely on anybody else, especially the guy I'm really needing to rely on in Anthony Davis. And he couldn't trust that fact that if he was out of that game at any given time, that Anthony Davis would step up and fill that void. Well, you have to look at last year, right, when we – you know, viewed this Los Angeles Lakers basketball team and how they were trying to play catch up late in the season. 
you don't want to be in that situation. And I think LeBron James sensed that. So, yes, these early games right now in October, November, December, Mm -hmm. they matter for this basketball team. And LeBron James being the face of the NBA still, in my opinion, I I don't care what anybody says about that. When he sniffs something, you have to trust, trust that judgment. We're talking about a LeBron James last night who had, I think it was 11 in the second quarter, 11 points in the second quarter, and then took over in the fourth quarter with 10. Right. And it wasn't just him as a scorer. It was him as a playmaker, right? Putting guys in, in the right positions to be successful. You know, going into the pick and roll with Anthony Davis and understanding Yusef Nurkic is horrible at defense. Freddie, horrible at defense. And it dates all the way back to 2020 when they were in the bubble when he was with Portland and he had me pulling my damn hair out yeah. with his defensive performances. It, it dates back and, when and he was it, a kid. He's never been a good defender. And it hasn't changed. It hasn't changed. So when Le- a guy like LeBron James and his caliber, a guy that has a high basketball IQ since that, mm-hmm. give me the ball, let it be in my hand so I can make sure we make the right play. I, thought, I think that's also an indictment uh-huh. on – you know, oh. D'Angelo Russell from a point oh. guard position, oh. not being able to get this offense in the right positions and get guys the basketball in their spots. So LeBron James did a great job of sniffing that out, but understanding that, you know what, it's early in the season, it's go time, we got to win. We can't sit back and wait on them. Because the last thing you want is to hear from everybody what's wrong with the Lakers, even though you're only two games in the NBA season. And you mentioned D'Angelo Russell, boy, Kendrick Perkins, ESPN NBA analyst. When he was on first take, he went ham at D'Lo. You know why he had to play the fourth quarter? Because D'Angelo Russell doesn't get it done. When you're a big man, you need someone that's going to be able to set the table to get you easy baskets, easy buckets at the rim, easy pick and pops. D'Angelo Russell don't do that. When you look in the bubble, when you when the Lakers won the championship in the bubble, you had Rajon Rondo setting the table for Anthony Davis. Again, Anthony Davis is fine. He's fine. And he has shown us time and time again that he's capable of rising to the occasion and getting things done. I said this last year when it came to D'Angelo Russell, when it was playoff time and also before then. When it comes to a point guard, and yes, it's great when you can score the basketball, but your job as a point guard is to make sure guys get the ball in their spots. You have to know every single person on the basketball team and how to deliver the basketball to them. Devin Kane is my witness, our producer, ladies and gentlemen. How many times, Devin, last year (laughs) was I arguing and yelling and screaming about this one issue, about how the Lakers didn't have a point guard to get people the ball in their spots. You were shouting to the mountaintops whenever you had an opportunity. And mm-hmm. early on in this season, that's some of the things that we have seen from the point guard position with the Los Angeles Lakers, not having that pure point guard because I think Kendrick Perkins gave us the proper you know, example. Rajon Rondo, no, he's not going to score and shoot the ball from the perimeter at a high level, but when you have a guy that can set things up and anchor offensively, I, I would take that guy any and every day because when it comes playoff time, stellar and consistent point guard play, a guy you know you can count on to set the table for your offense, that, that that's easy peasy in my opinion. Well, I'll say this. Not meaning to be disrespectful to you, Harry Douglas and Devin Kane. You two are wasting your time worrying about that with D'Angelo Russell. That has right never been that. that guy. I mean, he's a You're scoring right. guard. Emphasis on the word scoring. He's always been that. Even when they put him in a point guard role, it didn't matter if it was in Brooklyn or Minnesota. It's going to be about him getting his points first. So if you're using that kind of oxygen, 
brother, take find a new breathing tank because that breathing I tank is shut down. I need to call my nephew. Down. My nephew, yeah. my nephew, got have a little little asthma pump. I need to go. I need to ask him for his pump. Let me borrow. Let me borrow your yeah. pump, man. Harry, you'd have been better off calling Tyrone to make sure that was going to work. When it comes to D'Angelo Russell, their main point guard is LeBron James, and when he's not on the floor, they don't have anybody else. This is the situation that the Lakers have created. This is the situation that LeBron James has created. Everybody has bought into the fact that we're not going to go anywhere without you two. LeBron James first and Anthony Davis second. Everybody else has to be satellite players. And when he's not on the floor, there's nobody there that can get that organized. They're hoping Gabe Vincent can do it because that's why they brought Gabe Vincent. They got him from Miami. But even he was more of a scoring guard. They were positionless basketball in Miami the same yep. way the Los Angeles Lakers are. So if you're expecting D'Angelo Russell to start looking at Chris Paul how to do a tapes, stop wasting your time. That's not who he is. He is at his best when he's scoring. When he's not scoring, he is a liability and just decorating the court, and that's a situation that the Lakers have created. Preach, Freddie, preach. I'm just trying to help you and Devin. This way you don't get out of sorts worrying about things that you can't control that are not going to happen (laughs) as far as that goes. We're going to take your calls in 20 minutes in terms of we have three teams that we absolutely trust in the NFL that can be championship teams. Kansas City, Philadelphia, and San Francisco. In 20 minutes at 888-729-3776, we're going to have a chance to hear what you have to say at Triple H say ESPN, 888-729-3776. Give us a team or teams that should be in that circle of trust when it comes to Freddie and Harry that happens in 20 minutes here. He's Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman. But when it comes to Daniel Jones, speaking of trust, when it comes to Giants quarterback, could his 2023 season be over before it even got started? We'll talk about that next on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. The Freddie and Harry Podcast. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a one dollar per month trial period at Shopify.com/network. All lowercase. Go to Shopify.com/network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify.com/network. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely.
He's Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman. Together on Love Friday edition of Freddie and Harry, presented by Progressive Insurance. Appreciate you joining us on Sirius XM Channel 80. And always turn your smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. It's not going to be a love Sunday for Daniel Jones as the Giants quarterback. Out once again because of a neck injury. How much could this be a concern, not just for this week, but maybe the rest of the season, involving the Giants quarterback about to play the New York Jets? That's a team that Quinton Numa used to play for, former NFL wide receiver, now a game analyst with NewYorkJets.com, who had his injury, had his, uh, his career ended with the same kind of neck injury. He joins us here on Freddie Harry. And Quincy, I laid it out there about Daniel Jones doing that neck injury. And even Brian Dable, his head coach, not kind of committing to think that he's going to come back sooner than later. You're familiar with that. How careful do both of these entities, the Giants and Daniel Jones, have to be with not rushing him back too soon? Yeah, I mean, I'm not too familiar with the exact with the particulars with his injury, but just in general, you know, a spine injury is something that you always, should always really be careful with, right? I think for me, um, in the beginning, I didn't know what was going on. And so as I continued to learn more and more, um, you know, it ended up getting to a place where I needed surgery. So, you know, I think the Giants also had another guy running back maybe – eight years ago or so that had a spine injury and had to uh, stop playing because of that. So, you know, these are things to really kind of uh, just be mindful of, you know, and I think that the Giants are doing the right thing by holding him back and making sure that, you know, he's completely healthy before he gets out there. Yeah, Quincy, I think it's very important, right, because, yes, the game of football is great, but life being able to walk around and play with your kids when you have it, being able to do things that you want to do, later in life. I think that's more at the forefront and protecting these players and making sure you don't put them in a compromisable situation where that can be compromised, right? So when you when you look at I think the Giants Absolutely. aren't doing the right thing, take your time going there before you go back there to Daniel Jones if they go back there this season. Now I got to ask you about the Jets, right? What have you made of them this season losing Aaron Rodgers early on in the game, uh, early on in the season and being here at 3 and 3? having a tough schedule under Zach Wilson. Yeah, I mean, I think everybody's excited what they've been able to do, right? I think uh, when you think about where where they started, everybody was thinking about Aaron Rodgers. You had hard hard knocks. You had all these different things Mm -hmm. hyping up the Jets, saying they were going to make it to the promised land with Aaron Rodgers. So, you know, for him to go down four plays into the season, I think that completely shifted everybody's thoughts. You had a lot of depressed Jets fans, right? People that really Mm – imagine that this would be, you know, 1969 all over again. So, you know, I think it was unfortunate, you know, that it happened. But I think when you think about the job that Zach Wilson has been able to do, you know, it may not have been what Aaron Rodgers will be doing right now, but he's been doing what they need him to do in order to win the games, right? Not turning over the ball, continuing to improve each week. You know, he had a great game against Kansas City. You know, he did just enough to beat the Eagles, right? So this is this is a guy that's continuing to improve, especially a guy that was – uh, downtrodden before a guy that you know not many people believed in so you know I think uh, the defense continuing to improve continuing to get better you know that's a top defense in the league and they're showing that every week they've got some great players on on from at each level right defensive line linebacker the great corners um, so you know I think the Jets are a team that's playing football the way they're supposed to right now and I think if they continue to improve then they'll be you know, where they want to be, you know, in December and January. Game analyst for the New York Jets.com, former NFL wide receiver Quincy Anuma joining Freddie Coleman and Harry Douglas on Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio. Hit him on Twitter at Quincy Anuma. You've been in these games involving the Jets and the Giants battling for that city, battling for that area. What is it like for those who may say, that's just a New York thing because, to me, it goes a bit beyond that, the whole area, the New York, the tri-state metro area. 
Yeah, I mean, I think uh, from the player's perspective, you know, it's hard to say that there's anything really involved. I think the biggest – when I was playing, the only time I really saw the Giants was maybe if we were in the club together, right? Like, it was tough for us <laughs> to see each other. You know, we didn't really get at many opportunities. They're way out in East Rutherford. We're in Florham Park. You know, neither one of us is really in New York unless we have something going on out there. But I think when you think about it from the fans' perspective, that's the most important thing here, right? And if we're just talking about the Jets, right, you beat a Philadelphia team two weeks ago, and if you come out to New Jersey, you know there's a lot of Philly fans out here as well. So that's bragging rights. Now you're coming into another game where you play against a team where you're in the same stadium. So it's another opportunity to gain more bragging rights in New Jersey, New York, the tri-state area. You know, you're giving the fans an opportunity to just have some fun. Um, you know, it may be a Giants home game, but I think you're going to see a lot of Jets fans there, a lot of people supporting. You know, you're coming off of a bye, so you're going to have that much more of uh, of support knowing that, you know, in the past couple of years, the Jets haven't done well coming out of the bye. So I think you're going to see an uh, uh, inspired Jets team. You know, they they, they, beat, they won against a team that they weren't supposed to win against, mm-hmm. um, and they they have a record that I think a lot of people wouldn't have expected them to have right now at this point in the season. And Freddie, you uh, excuse me, Quincy, you're a part of the you know fraternity wide receiver club, baby. All of us on here right now. Shout out to them wide receivers, the best group on the football field. I don't care what nobody else has to say. That's no the kidding. best group on the on the football field. Wide receiver, Kev, you call us divas or whatever. Shut up, people. But what are your thoughts? What are your thoughts on Garrett Wilson? Because I love his game at the wide receiver position. Give yeah. give us your thoughts. Yeah, definitely, man. He's one of my favorite guys to watch, man. You know, I think obviously I get a chance to watch him every week, but you know, he's he's a guy that came out and immediately knew what to do at the receiver position. You know, a lot of times you'll see a young guy come out and you have to teach him the stems, you have to teach him leverage, you have to teach him a lot of different things. This guy, the biggest thing you had to teach him was just the playbook, right. right? Once he got an understanding of the playbook, you could tell that he was comfortable out there. You know, there wasn't that he didn't have focused drops. You know, he had. He plays. He plays bigger than he is. He's strong hands. When you put the ball in his hands, he's able to make plays. You know, this is the kind of guy that I feel like Ohio State does a great job of putting receivers out. And this is hard to say for a Nebraska guy, but I see it every year. <laughs> These guys come out. They're they're polished. They know what to do. And so it's exciting to watch him. You know, and I think he really lifts the, uh, the the everybody else on the team, knowing that a young guy like him is playing with the intensity and passion that he plays with. Quincy Newman, former NFL wide receiver, game miles for the New York Jets on NewYorkJets.com on Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio. What are your thoughts about Aaron Rodgers? Whatever secret sauce he rubbed on his Achilles, what do you think about his chances coming back this season? Uh, you know, I, I, I know that we're all excited to see the possibility of him coming back. Um, and I am too, right? I think if he can make it happen, I think that would be unprecedented. You know, nobody has done this before. Um, and it's just exciting to think about the possibility. Even if it doesn't happen, I think even just having that in the back of your head, as a fan, uh, as a player, you know, getting the opportunity to give him an opp- giving the opportunity to, to maybe make it to the playoffs and have Aaron Rodgers there, I think even that is enough motivation uh, for the fan base and for the players. Uh, but I think right now, you know, the guys are really kind of uh, picking up the slack behind him. You know, like I said before, 3-3 three and three right now coming out of the bye. Uh, is a great place to be. You know, you, 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 you beat Buffalo. You know, obviously you had that loss against the Patriots, but you still have a few more games in the division where you can kind of make a run there. Um, so, you know, if Aaron Rodgers comes back, I think these guys are ready for him. But otherwise, you know, I think uh, right now they're riding with Zach Wilson and he's doing his best to continue to prove every week. You're, you're going to be honored at the first annual SBH Health Team of Heroes Gala that happens on December 4th at Chelsea Pierce. 
in New York City because of the wonderful charitable and community work you've done in the New York metro area. That's going to happen on December 4th, like I mentioned. You're also involved with not only the Giants, but also Jets quarterback Zach Wilson and Toys for Tots. What can you tell us about why giving back Quincy means so much to you? Uh, yeah, I mean, for me, it's been important since I got to the league. Even before that, honestly, I got it was implemented in, in Nebraska. You know, they, they really had a, a large focus on it, and I saw uh, where my impact was going. I saw how much of an impact I had. You know, you get to see kids, you get to see people, grown adults too, that look up to the position that I'm in. And, you know, it's important for us as players to give up as much of ourselves back as we can, right? We have super crazy busy schedules, mm-hmm. um, you know, and so it's not always that easy, but I think, you know, just taking some time uh, to support the people that, you know, support you. I um, mean, this is a big one. Uh, you know, the Bronx is a, is an underserved area, um, but there's some great people there. There's some great environments there and they just need uh, the support. And so to have SBH to be in that environment, to be in that area, um, you know, providing the support that people need in a safety net hospital, uh, you know, it's been cool to work with them. Um, and I'm excited uh, for the opportunity. And, you know, what's great about it is it's a Jets and Giants event, right? So it'll be, you know, once again, another opportunity for us to come together. But instead of competing, you know, working together to, uh, you know, help a great cause. That's great stuff, Quincy. Before we let you go, we used to make this call to let everybody know the receivers was coming through. And it went like this, receivers! So, Quincy, <laughs> on your way out, I need you to hit us with the receivers! <laughs> Baby, you got to do it for us. I got you. Receive us. <laughs> yeah, there we go. <laughs> hey, Quincy, really appreciate the time, man. We'll talk to you soon. And keep up the great work, and thanks so much, my man. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate you guys, man. Have a good one. You too. The NFL receiver. That was no Quincy Anuma who played in the NFL for the Jets for seven seasons. Now does a great job as a game analyst for the New York Jets on NewYorkJets.com. Hit him on Twitter, Quincy Anuma, joining us here on Freddie and Harry. He is Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman. We want to hear from you at 888-729-3776. And our circle of trust when it comes to these three NFL teams, we only have these three. We have the San Francisco 49ers, the Kansas City Chiefs, and the Philadelphia Eagles. Make the case. Do you believe that we are right? That is a lucid, intelligent, well-thought-out objection. Thank you, Your Honor. Or do you believe that we're wrong? Shut up! Either way, let us know. If there's another team out there that you believe should be in that circle of trust, make the case for them. 888-729-3776. Your calls are next on Freddie and Harry. This is ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. This is the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets but expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. On this Love Friday edition of Freddie and Harry, you have Harry Douglas, Freddie Coleman together on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80, and always tell you a smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. How much love do you have for teams that we believe are not in our circle of trust? Harry Douglas and Freddie Coleman believe right now in the NFL. There are three teams that we absolutely trust that can be that champion. Kansas City Chiefs, Philadelphia Eagles, and the San Francisco 49ers. Those are the three teams in our circle of trust. We want you to convince us that another team should be in there. We can not We can be very hard to please and very hard to convince. So it's on you at 888-729-3776. Xavier in North Carolina, make a case of somebody that should be in the Freddie and Harry circle of trust or who to trust in the NFL to be a champion. Um, I'm actually going to have to switch the 49ers with the Ravens. Uh, I think uh, each year and this season, the Ravens have been the top five, top, fin- top ten defense. And now that since Lamar Jackson has weapons on the offensive side with Zay Flowers and LBJ to help out Andrews, I think that they can go a long ways. Uh, the 49ers have two losses already. Uh, the Ravens has two. The Ravens has two losses already as well. But I feel like this this week, since Sam Darnold is starting with the 49ers and the Ravens are playing the Cardinals, the Ravens have a better chance of taking that taking that tier one spot and being the Ravens the Chiefs, and the uh, Philadelphia Eagles. So I would say this, Xavier. I'm going to call you X-Men. X-Men, let, X-Men, let me say this. Go. I love that. X-Men. I, I think the Baltimore Ravens are a team that we can grow to trust. And I say that because what we've seen at full display last week, and I think it was the first time this season we've seen offense, defense, special teams, everything collectively come together. Now, mm-hmm. what I would say, you also got to keep in the back of your mind that they've had this injury history thing mm-hmm. go on the last few years. That's what I was going to say. And they've lost two football games that they shouldn't have lost. Mm, to the they Colts. should not have lost to the Indianapolis Colts. Mm-hmm. It was the self-inflicted wounds. They should not have lost to the Pittsburgh Steelers. It was the self-inflicted wounds. So that's a team that should be undefeated right now. But I think that's kind of why 
they fall under the category of not being able to fully trust at the moment. Now, don't get me wrong. Lamar Jackson stays healthy. This team is going to be in the thick of things year in and year out. I firmly believe that. I agree. But on a trusting level, 1,000%, I think if we get another week or two of what we've seen from Baltimore last week, I think at that point, at that moment, we could throw them in that category. Yeah, I want to see that in the playoffs on Lamar Jackson. I want to see that because there, there have been times where you go into a season, they're going to have that run in the playoffs, and then either they lose a game they had no business losing to, like the Tennessee Titans in the past, or to your point, Harry, injuries racking that football team. Until I see a reasonably healthy team and doing that in the playoffs, that's when I won't. That's when I'll put them in my circle of trust. But right now, I'm with you. I'm going to leave them on the outside looking in because there's still things they have to clean up before I can really trust the Baltimore Ravens on both sides of the ball. And also, that offense consistently doing what we seen last week, right? Right. Mm-hmm. I think that, that was the first time this season Absolutely. we've seen the mm-hmm. run game, the pass game, yep. Lamar Jackson with his receivers, tight everyone on mm-hmm. the same page. So I want to see that moving forward consistently. Not, then it's not just all on Lamar. It's on everyone that's Absolutely. within that offense, including offensive coordinator Todd Munkin. Yeah, Todd Munkin has not been a problem, but drop passes, critical penalties, missing plays. Last week, that first week, you said, man, if that's what that offense is going to look like, that's going to be a team that's going to be hell on wheels. John in Florida, who should be in our circle of trust when it comes to teams in the NFL? Yes, sir. First of all, first of all I want to say thank you guys for having me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm Mr. Taylor right. to the house. Uh, Miami. Uh, I'm going. I'm going with Miami, man. I should. I should at least try to touch Miami. I know we lost to the Eagles, mm-hmm. and I know we lost to Josh Allen. But if Josh Allen could put up forty on me, but he can't put forty on Tampa Bay Buccaneers, we got a problem. You get what I'm saying? So I want to know if y'all trust the Bills more than y'all trust the Dolphins. I'll I'll, I'll I'll trust the Bills more than the Dolphins right now because you talk about what. Josh Allen's able to do to your defense. Well, everybody's done that to your defense. The Chargers did opening day to your defense. Before the Pages lost that ball game early in the year, they were doing that to your defense. We saw the Eagles able to do that to your defense. That Tampa Bay front seven is better than your front seven in Miami. And I like Miami's defense, but I don't like them like them. And that's why you saw Tampa Bay's defense give the Buffalo Bills fits compared to Miami Dolphins' defense. So if that's going to be your reason, my man John in Florida, then that's why they're outside of our circle of trust because I still do not trust that defense when it comes to Miami Dolphins. And I also don't trust that if you punch them in the mouth, that they won't just lay on the ground and stay there. I've seen that twice. Bills punching the mouth, stay there. Eagles punching the mouth, stay there. I want to see if they can get back up and they play a team like that because they will be playing the Bills again and teams like that in the AFC. Yeah, I want to, I want to see if I can trust them versus a, a quality opponent. Right, especially on the road. That that's that's number one for me. Also, they've had a lot of injuries too. I want to see when they get guys back, can they consistently hold the fort down? Right, they're gonna get Jalen Ramsey back this weekend. Mm-hmm. I can't wait until Xavier Howard comes back. Some offensive linemen that they have out. But I think the most important thing is being able to trust that Mike McDaniel will still do the right thing. They have a yeah. game this weekend versus the New England Patriots, in which in the first matchup. They methodically worked the football down the field. They went Absolutely. to the run game. You know, that kind of was aborted when it, when it came against the Philadelphia Eagles. And part of that, too, was because of the defensive line of Philly and the missing pieces you had offensive line-wise. But I think all that ties in together. I want to trust the Dolphins, right. but can I trust the Dolphins versus a quality opponent? Right. And you just can't you know, ignore the fact that they lost at Buffalo badly. They mm-hmm. lost at Philadelphia. You can't ignore those things, but they've beat down the, the not-so-good team. Well, the Giants, they won by 15, and that was a dogfight into the third quarter. 
the Panthers had a 14-0 lead on Miami before the Panthers woke up and realized they're the Carolina Panthers and lost 42-21. to And you mentioned the game you're calling this Sunday, Patriots against the Dolphins. That was a 24-17 game that the Miami Dolphins won. So we talk about the Dolphins beating up on people. Realistically, they've only run and hit away from two teams. The Denver Broncos, I think they still scored again after scoring 70 points that time. And the Carolina Panthers had a 14 to nothing lead. If anything, you should not be a sold on the Dolphins, in my opinion, because when they play quality opponents, Harry, to your point, they've not beaten them. And the Chargers had them dead to rights and let them get away because the Chargers do that. The Chargers are going to charge. That's where those things happen. So we can cast aspersions on they should be in there replacing the 49ers. I'm not placing a Dolphins team that has had trouble dealing with good teams and not so good teams so far in this 5-2 and two start. And I think another key component when you look at the Miami Dolphins as a team, right, in the two losses that they've had, they've allowed Tua to get sacked seven times. In the five wins that they've had, mm-hmm. he's only been sacked two times. So now the 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 what the the what MO is out, whatever you, however you call it, you is right. out. When, when it comes to the Miami Dolphins, hey, Let's get our defensive line active. Yeah, and be just awfully, awfully physical when teams going to be awfully, awfully physical on you. If you did not get through on the phone, you can hit us up on Twitter anytime you want to. Coleman ESPN and at HDouglas83. Freddie and Harry's brought to you by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. We'll find out from an FOS, friend of the show, how he really, really feels about the Michigan sign-stealing thing in college football. This is ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and Sirius XM Channel 80. The Freddie and Harry Podcast.